At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Happy Thursday and welcome to primetime action here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We're going to talk to Paul Spore a little bit later in the show from Fangraphs, get his insight on what's going on in Major League Baseball. We will also talk with our very own Jonathan Von Tobel from down at NBA Summer League and see what's going on down there and if he has any thoughts on any of the players that he's been able to see up close and personal. But first, we do have some first pitches coming to you Right now, if you want to get in on the Angels and Orioles, Chase Silseth versus Jordan Lyles. Lyles is a is a slight underdog here in this one, minus 105 at home, uh, minus 115 for the Angels on the road as favorites. A nine is the total, but do not worry. The reason this game is as close as it is is because Mount Castle is back in the lineup. He is no longer sick. His tummy feels better, Kelly. I know you feel great about this. Yeah, thank God. I mean, now this game is actually interesting tonight. The well, Angels, so the I Angels guess I don't have buy any. out of my Angels play. Oh, 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 Mount Castle is back in the lineup. And here's the good thing about that: it's because the Phillies are already playing, or, or maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe it just finished. We can't, we didn't have our backup player tonight, Kelly. We didn't have oh, so we didn't okay. we didn't have a backup player tonight good. because the Phillies are almost done here. It's the, yeah, the top of the ninth, five to three, uh, top of the ninth, uh, Nationals. Trying to stay alive here, Joan Adon, who's been kind of the fade pitcher all season long, went back down in the minors, one and eleven and thirteen starts. Went down to AAA, back again. Looks like he's going to take another L on that record. Well, Wes, this that's this is the only seven oh five first pitch here. We got uh, we got a 
little bit of extra time here for these other 710. So why don't you talk about your your Angels bet here? Yeah, this was just a, a, a little bit of a play on mm-hmm. Chase Silsip. I think he's uh, his numbers have been a little bit deceiving. Uh, 523 on the ERA, but the XPIP under four. So usually when I get that kind of regression, I'm going to take a shot with the guy. Orioles did have that little walk-off last night, uh, actually two nights ago, won 10-9 to over the Rangers, then a low-scoring game, 2-1. to So first game of the series here for the Halos. I am going with them, minus 104. Talk about your plays as we get to them here a little bit. Uh, uh, actually, you have one in this one. The Yankees and the Red Sox coming to you, 7-10 Eastern. Garrett Cole for the Yankees. Josh Winkowski for the Red Sox. Uh, minus 165 for the Yankees on the road as favorites, plus 140 on the Red Sox at home as underdogs. Eight and a half is the total here, and you're going to go with the dog because there is no Aaron Judge in the lineup tonight yeah, for the Yeah, Yankees. that's part of the reason, mm-hmm. and, and I just thought that that was a big number. I think Winkowski's yeah. been uh, pretty solid here in his rookie season for the Red Sox, kind of carving himself out a role in the back end of the rotation. And uh, look, Garrett Cole, season-wide, the numbers are very good. He's third on the Cy Young, at least in terms of the odds. I believe 850 was what we said last night, 17-2 to two that we saw. But uh, if you look, last couple starts on the road been a little shaky remember we were here a couple weeks ago and the twins hit five home runs off of him uh did go six and get the win at cleveland last time but uh you know he's had a couple shaky performances at least of late especially that one on the uh uh, ninth of june against the twins but I thought that this was a big number with Judge sitting out. and Endeavors back for the yeah, Red Sox Yeah, tonight. the lineup's yeah. a little weak at the bottom for the New York Yankees, so uh, I thought this was a big price delay at Fenway. Yeah, uh, Joey Gallo in the lineup for them. Carpenter's hitting third for them tonight because mm-hmm. there is no Judge. So, yeah, very interesting lineup for there. I, I, I almost pulled the trigger on that as well and certainly might if uh, if the Red Sox get down yeah, a run Yeah, it's been a little so half and half yeah. first five and full game. We got another 7-10 Eastern Marlins in the Mets. This is Daniel Castano against Trevor Williams. If you want Williams in the Mets at home as favorites, they are minus 175. Eight and a half is the total. If you want the Marlins as underdogs on the road, plus 150. 7-10 Eastern, the Pirates in the Reds. No listed pitchers here for this one. Is this a second of a Yeah, this header? is a yeah. second. Yeah. I think it's going to be Jeff Hoffman going for the Reds here in the second game. Bryce Wilson for the Pittsburgh Pirates. By the way, game one, that was the first game of the day. Contreras over minor, 4-2 to Pirates. 10 is the total there, minus 125 for the Reds at home as favorites. 720 Eastern, we've got the Cardinals and the Braves. Matthew Libator versus Spencer Strider. Strider and the Braves are minus 245 home favorites here in this one over the Cardinals. Uh, plus 205 if you want the Cardinals on the road as underdogs. Nine the total there. If you haven't seen Spencer Strider pitch and you uh, don't have a game to watch tonight, maybe tune in to that one. He threw the fastest fastball by a starter um in the la- in the stat cast era in mm-hmm. his last in his last uh start 102.4 for a starting pitcher uh west last time i checked that's pretty fast yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is very fast, and he <laughs> has been a welcome sight for this Braves rotation. Been very good at the top, little bit shaky at the bottom though, with uh, Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson trying to get him going. I think Spencer Strider right now is the third price for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. His teammate Michael Harris is taking the lead at three to one. Then O'Neill Cruz for the Pirates at four to one. Spencer Strider currently five to one to win NL Rookie of the Year. Eight ten Eastern, the Tigers and the White Sox. Bo Brisky for the Tigers. Dylan Cease. For the White Sox, 
Uh, the Sox are minus 245 home favorites, plus 205 for the Tigers on the road as underdogs. Eight is the total there, 940 Eastern. We got the Giants and the Padres. This is Logan Webb versus Joe Musgrove. Very good pitching matchup here in this one. Musgrove and the Padres are minus 145 home favorites. If you want Webb and the Giants as road underdogs, you're getting plus 125 on them, six and a half. The total, West, I believe you're in on this one as well. Yeah, I'm on the Giants here. Mm-hmm. I took Logan Webb. Uh, Giants got me last night. I did have the Diamondbacks. They had a 4 nothing lead. Bullpen blew it late in the 8th and the ninth. But uh, the last two starts against Padres, Logan Webb's only given up five earned, 15 strikeouts over 15 innings. Uh, Giants, by the way, won both of those starts. So, look, uh, he, he's he been very good. The Giants relief pitching, uh, fifth in the league in ERA since June 1st. So, Musgrove, you're, you're just paying a tax. I mean, mm-hmm. he has been obviously brilliant this season, but still came back, you know, just a couple starts removed from when he was on that COVID injury list. So, yeah, I thought this was a little bit of a big price. Logan Webb's had some success against these guys. I like the Giants. Then we've got, uh, then on at uh, 940 Eastern Rockies and Diamondbacks. I'm actually on this one. I'm on the Rockies. Austin Gomber going for them. Mm -hmm. And this is just a play against Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel for the Diamond. If I'm getting a short price and I can play against Dallas Keuchel, I will do that every single time. He's on the hill for the Diamondbacks here. Uh, I played at minus 110. It's minus 115 right now in favor of the Rockies. Um, nine and a half is the total in this one. Listen, Dallas Keuchel probably doesn't have any place in Major League mm-hmm. Baseball anymore. But listen, Diamondbacks are going nowhere. They know it. You bring in a veteran guy like him. Maybe he's talking. Uh, maybe he's more kind of player-coach type situation, yeah. you know, yeah. helping out some of these younger guys. But, I mean, listen, it's just his his best year is far, far, far behind him. Very low K rate, high walk rate so far this year as well. Uh, and, and in today's today's baseball, that is not a good combination. So I, I, this is a strictly a play against and uh, as Dallas. We saw last night, Merrill Kelly was very good in Mm -hmm. his start for the Diamondbacks, but that bullpen was not. They had the Giants pretty much DOA. Mm -hmm. Giants get two in the seven just to kind of hang in. They end up tying the game in the eighth and then three runs in the top of the ninth. So the bullpen uh, not producing for the Snakes. 10-10 Eastern, the Cubs and the Dodgers. We got Mark Leiter Jr. against Tony Gonsolin. Someone's going to be watching with uh, interest in this one, Kelly. Shoot. <laughs> minus 270. Gonson's got this no problem. Cubs, Cubs don't got a chance. <laughs> 275 even over at DraftKings. Minus 275 for Gonsolin and the Dodgers yeah. at home. Will he finally lose? We shall see. Plus 230 for the Cubs on the road as underdogs. A flat eight. The total in that one. Gonsolin, by the mm-hmm. way, this year has not allowed more than two runs once in his 15 starts and has allowed either zero or one run 11 times this year. It's, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous, which is why you see that gigantic number next to them. Final first pitch of the evening 10 10 Eastern, Blue Jays and the Mariners. Anthony Banda versus Marco Gonzalez. This is about a coin flip, a little bit shaded towards the Blue Jays in this one on the road. It is a flat nine, your total. There, Kelly, what do uh, what do we got coming through the Twitter machine? Yeah, seeing this, I started to see this earlier today, and I, I don't, Matt, I don't know if you remember this. Me, me bringing this up probably about five weeks ago on this show, of just searching through DraftKings and looking at and looking at the NHL draft odds, and Shane Wright at that time was about minus sixteen hundred to go number one overall. 
I think I'm remembering that number correctly. Apparently, the odds have been moving all day on this. The NHL draft just about to get started uh, live in Montreal right now over on ESPN. Uh, but betting, betting apparently, this market has been moving all day long. Our own Josh, Josh Applebaum tweeting out six hours ago. Shane Wright was all the way down to minus 225. He, uh, he has now been surpassed. I'm about to butcher this name. You're off Slavkovsky. Sorry, you're off. Yeah, uh, yes. He has now moved to the betting favorite at minus 150. I believe all odds off the board most places now as the draft is about to get started. But uh, a new betting favorite, another draft where a massive swing in number one overall pick favorites uh, has changed. This, it, it's pretty incredible what we've seen here in the past month between the almost NBA draft. Almost as if someone draft. knows something, right? Yeah, almost as if someone knows something, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the guy you just said is going to go number one. You're off, yeah. I yeah. think you're off going number one. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb. Uh, you're yeah. off. You're very familiar with him, of course, with this time at the uh, in the Finnish Liga. Obviously. Yeah. I know. I know. How do you think I spend my that. Saturday nights, Wes? Come on. I mean, yes. This is exactly, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Kelly late night streaming his uh, European hockey. Right, I that's mean, right. That's yeah. Part of the bronze medal team uh, in Beijing for Slovakia last year. So, uh, yeah, someone know what does Lee Corso say? Someone knows something, and I'm going with the someone's. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. <laughs> that is that's definitely. Uh, if you're wondering about the Aaron Judge thing, it was not. It's not just a. Uh, not just a rest day for him. Apparently, some sort of lower body soreness for him, which is why they held him out tonight. Um, so hopefully doesn't turn into anything greater mm-hmm. than just, you know, okay, I need to maybe take a, a night off to for my body here, but it is actually listed as, as a lower body injury there. So that's okay. not great. No. Not great at all. We'll uh, we'll run through the games that happened a little bit earlier. We'll run through the stuff that's already going on. Again, we are going to talk to Paul Spore a little bit later. We're going to talk to uh, JVT as well. Primetime action here on a Thursday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we got a summer special for you. Only 19 bucks, and you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the month. Sign up today, and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets that include Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, you get the daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. The man to my right writes a great golf article in there every every week. Use of the betting tools, live video stream, whenever you want it. It's only 19 bucks through July the 31st. VEASAN.com slash summer. And as always, drink responsibly. We'll just add that to every one of the reads, Kelly. Like that's just going to be the, the we're going to add that to the we're add that to the end of every single. We are the alcohol show. We yeah, yeah. we we, uh, we roll through about ten different alcohol sponsors. We'll, we'll just add that to the end of every so read. Again. Even when we're even when we're talking about Beeson.com, we'll just be like, we, and remember, as always, drink response. Well, we, we had a conversation drink with response. the Beeson attorneys, uh, so yes. always put that disclaimer in. Um, Rafael Nadal, unfortunately, if you were watching that match. You could tell something was wrong with him, Wes. We talked about it a little bit yesterday in here whenever we were saying, hey, just didn't look quite right. You could see that he was gutting that performance out. Well, sure enough, he had to withdraw. He has an actual tear in an abdominal muscle. There was a rumor that came out this morning that he was really weighing the decision whether he wanted to try to give it a go or not. But I guess the pain was just too much, or at least the doctor's orders maybe is going to pushed him towards going ahead and, and pulling out there. So what this does is put Nick Kyrgios in the finals uh, with, mm-hmm. a, with a walkover. And, and, you know, listen, he had a quick three-set victory, and now he gets to to skip right. a match as well. Listen, I understand it is still going to be – it is still going to be a heavy favorite for Djokovic in this in this uh, finals. And again, I'm just assuming he's going to go ahead and take care of Cameron Norrie as a minus 1600 favorite mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is listen the the rest and maybe some time to to really kind of scout this match with Djokovic and things like that for uh, for Kyrgios could definitely help. That being said, uh, still Djokovic's tournament. Man, it's just a bummer about Nadal. You know, I mean, not that he would have won the thing. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, I think all these hard matches had certainly But I think we were to waiting him. to kind of see that showdown. Yeah. I think they've only played twice. One apiece for Nadal and Kyrgios. Kyrgios, by the way, did beat him in 2014 as a 19-year-old. So, uh, you know, we were looking forward to that to see uh, how Nadal would react. Who did he lecture? I think it was Sanego, the Italian player, yes. about some uh, manners or some grunting on uh, Saturday. So, surely he was going to do that with Kyrgios tomorrow. 
Then we are uh, looking a little bit further down here on the uh, on our notes. We also see that the Chicago Blackhawks Blackhawks have traded forward Alex DeBrincat to the Ottawa Senators for three draft picks, including number seven overall selection tonight. Mm-hmm. So the Blackhawks will get the number thirty nine pick in the draft tonight, in addition to Ottawa's third-round pick yeah, you can in 2024. See that the, the Blackhawks are my team, uh, and you could see that they're rebuilding a little bit. Now it would be interesting to see if Patrick Kane is made available via trade. Uh, I don't think they want to do that because it's like they want to hang on to the legacy, but you got to rebuild at some point. So let's, uh, let's take a look here at Offensive Rookie of the year. And we kind of talked a little bit about this over the last couple of weeks because I think this is a pretty interesting market here, Wes. And it certainly has changed my opinion even in the last few days here because, you know, hey, look, Matt Corral was sitting out there. Maybe he was a dude that you could have thought, okay, maybe by game four or five, if he didn't win the, the job in training camp anyway, could he, after the Panthers start off really rough, could they go ahead and say, okay, we know there's no upside here in Sam Darnold. Let's go ahead and go with our, you know, our rookie draft pick and see if there's anything here with him. Well, um, that's no longer because Baker Mayfield's in town. Right. And so Matt Corral, I think you can pretty much remove him from the discussion. We know that they want to give this to a quarterback, if at all humanly possible. But the interesting thing about this this year is Kenny Pickett doesn't have a a direct line to start. It seems like the Steelers want to go with Mm -hmm. Mitch Trubisky. Desmond Ritter doesn't have a direct line to start. It seems like the Falcons want to go with Marcus Mariota. So there might not be a rookie quarterback going. And so this, this market could get interesting. And if you look at the recent trends, I mean, most offensive awards obviously biased and geared toward the quarterbacks, but quarterbacks have only won this award three of the last nine years. Mm-hmm. It was Justin Herbert in 2020, Kyler Murray in 2019, and then Dak Prescott in 2016. It's actually been a pretty running back heavy award. Two of the last five and four of the last nine have been running backs. And look, we knew that there's not a lot to choose from necessarily, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, quarterbacks in the first round. And uh, by the way, longer term trends, I think they've awarded this award 55 times, the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. 40 of the 55 were for first round guys. 48 were either first or second round guys. So when you look, that's why you can't necessarily veer all that far down the board, but certainly there's some decent prices on some receivers. Kenny Pickett five to one, Traylon Burks eight to one, Drake London eight to one, Christian Watson eight to one, Brees Hall eight to one, Sky Moore ten to one, Garrett Wilson ten to one, Chris Olave ten to one. Kenneth Walker at 12, Jamison Williams at 14, James Cook at 14, and then we get to Ritter and Corral, as we said, 14 and 18 to 1, and then Jalen Tolbert sitting there at 20 to 1. I think the name that's really interesting to me, Wes, is James Cook at 14 to 1 because he's going to start. He's going to start for a team that is the Super Bowl favorite. He is going to start for a team that has one of the easiest schedules in all of the NFL, and he's going to start for one of the offenses that I imagine is still going to be one of the most prolific offenses that that we see. So, you know, as long as Josh Allen doesn't poach a bunch of touchdowns from him when they get inside mm-hmm. the five-yard line and he runs them in itself, 
Uh, Cook could put up some really interesting numbers as a rookie. Yeah, if you look at what James Cook did last season at Georgia, you know, because when you're at Georgia, you're usually sitting behind somebody really talented in front of you, and James Cook certainly was, but 728 yards on the ground, seven touchdowns, 27 catches as well for 284 yards and four scores. I think he might be a little bit better receiver out of the backfield than Sean Singletary was. So, yeah, he or not Sean Singletary, Devin Singletary, Mm -hmm. I should say, but yeah, he's going to get a lot of reps and that was a guy kind of a little bit down the board I was looking at I was looking at him and then the other guy I was kind of looking at was Jahan Dotson who I believe I've seen around 18 or 20 to 1 I'm not sure if he's on the graphic but that's around pretty much where I've seen him he is of course uh, making his debut for the Washington Commanders I know that they just resigned Terry McLaurin Mm -hmm. but obviously Carson Wentz is going to need more than one option in that offense you look at it Olave, that's a little too short for me in that offense with the Saints because, you know, there there is a bunch of different options there for the Saints. Of course, Michael Thomas is coming back. And I think whenever you look, Jarvis Landry's probably going to be a pretty decent little ball hog for mm-hmm. them as well. I mean, he's going to be the guy that moves the chains. So for me, Olave at 10 to 1, I would need I would need at least double that actually on Olave yeah. before I would even consider him. And even then, I think it's a little it's a pretty tough path. Um, in my opinion, again, I'm, I'm assuming that Michael Thomas is going to be healthy and be Michael Thomas again. And with that being the case, just 10 to 1 on Alave, he would be the first one, I think, on this list I would I would just immediately cross off. Yeah, I, I would agree with mm-hmm. that. Uh, one that's kind of a dark horse. Actually, he's not as much of a dark horse as he was mm-hmm. earlier in the season. But uh, uh, Jalen Torbert, the uh, third-round receiver for the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. out of South Alabama, this is a guy that's probably going to get a lot of reps early on. Keep in mind, Dallas, uh, Michael Gallup. Coming back from that torn ACL. So you got CeeDee Lamb, who's going to be the number one guy now with Amari Cooper in Cleveland, and James Washington. Keep in mind also Cedric Wilson, no longer with the, I believe he is down down in Miami. So he's no longer there. So Tolbert is a guy that maybe could stretch the field a little bit with the speed. I think he's probably going to get some reps, but I think the market has figured that out because it was somewhere in the 30s range because he was a third round pick. So he's a little under the radar. Now you see him at DraftKings 20 to 1. Trailer. Burke sitting there at eight to one, and I think this is one of those deals where the price is is pricing him as if he's going to be wide receiver one there for Tennessee. And I understand that AJ Brown is out the door. I actually think Robert Woods is going to be wide receiver one for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so long as he's listen, Robert Woods when he's on the when he's on yeah. the field, like he's a very productive and has been a very productive receiver in this league. He's kind of the forgotten man here because he gets hurt and mm-hmm. and we don't we don't hear from him for a while. But if he's if he comes back and is Robert Woods, then I don't think Burks is going to is going to get near as many targets. Yeah. I think as as maybe this price indicates because I think this is pricing him as if he's going to be the number one option there in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm not convinced yeah. of that either, and I think they're going to try to spread the ball around. And look, uh, I thought Nick Westbrook in relief, mm-hmm. Nick Westbrook Irvin down there in Tennessee did a nice job. I mean, he's not a number one guy, but certainly he's going to get some targets there. So yeah, I thought Brooks was a little low. Drake London, I know a lot of people are going to gravitate toward mm-hmm. him in Atlanta. Atlanta because it's like somebody's got to score right, on a bad right, team, right? right? It's that old NBA adage, but you know, how much is Atlanta going to be able to do offensively? Because I got to think one of those two guys, London or Kyle Pitts is going to get double covered pretty much every single time. And then listen, it's, it's on brand 
for the Seahawks to have spent a, a draft pick, you know, on a running back. And so there is that at least. The problem is, is they still have Chris Carson. And so mm-hmm. I just don't know if the volume is going to be there yeah. enough. So for me, I think there's a lot of guys that you can kind of start to cross off just at these numbers, right? Like you can yeah. say like, you know, maybe I'd take a chance if this number was double or this number or whatever. Yeah, but I, I can start to scratch off a lot of guys off this list. So pretty interesting market that we'll certainly hit on multiple different times throughout the course of the summer as we head into the NFL season here in front of us. We are going to talk to Paul Sporer from Fangraphs, see why he kept us waiting a segment and all of that whenever we come back. Primetime action here on VC. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free cash all season long. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 or over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility requirements do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. Kelly, I'm going to kick it over to you because we have a new number one overall pick in the NHL draft, and his name is Uri Slavkovsky. There we Nailed go. Nailed it this time. Yeah. Nailed he, it. He won't be research. drinking responsibly because he won't be drinking only 18 years old out of Slovakia, so Montreal oh. Canadiens get a new left winger. Yeah, covers with a great breakdown over the past couple days uh, I'm reading right now of how, this, how the betting odds shifted on this. Books opened this market a couple months ago. On Shane Wright to be number one at minus 5,000 to minus 8,000, depending on the book. A couple mock drafts came out into last week. These numbers started to shift a little bit, but Slavkovsky didn't become the favorite until right before the draft uh, uh, began here about 20 minutes ago. And he is your number one pick. So another draft with another crazy odds movement right before the draft goes off. Let's bring in our friend, our buddy, you can find him over on the Twitter machine at Spore. You can find him at Twitch, Twitch TV slash Spore. You can find him at Fangraphs, Rotographs, everywhere, and a great mustache as well. He is Paul Spore. How you What's doing, going buddy? On? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So you are sporting the, the Detroit Tigers hat. You're going to rep mm-hmm. this team that is going to be historically bad on the offensive side of the, the baseball. Minus 245 on the socks tonight, plus 205. Bo Brisky. Uh, what do you, this is going to be, how many, how many K's for C's tonight? 11? That's the tough part. Like you could definitely see a double digit outing. Yeah. They are playing well right now. You know, they've, they've won four straight. They, they had the nice uh, run against Cleveland there, but I couldn't really find myself jumping at that number there, even though they're running hot. If anything, I understand why it's such a big number when they're running hot because they're not going to keep it going. Like what makes you confident in the Tigers to put a fifth straight win together here and given the ineptitude of that offense, especially the middle of the order, you're looking at double-digit Ks. Like, the number is eight and a half. I actually looked at that. I mean, that's a tough number, but I understand why it has to be right. that big. It has to be with Cease. But I, I think double digits is a pretty high chance. And you still have, you know, over eight and a half is plus 100. I, I don't hate it. It's not one of my official ones, but I don't hate it. 
Paul, uh, one of the things I do every morning as a baseball better is obviously go to your side at Fangraphs and run the pitching numbers, run the ERA, and run the XPIP. Uh, betters are always looking for what's next, but what they've continued to do is fade Joan Adon, uh, who got called back up by the Nationals today. Mm-hmm. And Adon starts, by the way, they are 0-13-1 in the first five <laughs> innings, 1-13 on the money line, 2-12, a little bit better on the run line. So if anybody is going to go to your side at Fangraphs, is there any pitcher even close to Adon that they can fade and cash tickets? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, he has become so money. We were actually talking about it on Twitch last night with him getting ready to come up. I was like, I mean, the, against the Phillies, no less. You know it was going to be uh, a bloodbath. It ended up only being 5-3, but you just, I mean, he's 1-12 now himself. He's worn all of it. So I think he is probably the most bankable right now that's consistently pitched. Paul, we got another one here at 940. The Giants and the Padres should be a good pitching matchup. Logan Webb and Joe Musgrove. You got the Padres Mm -hmm. about minus 140, 145, something like that, plus 125 on the Giants on the road as underdogs. Six and a half is the total. You are playing this one tonight. Yeah, I'm going to play the Padres on this one. I, I, I really like what they're doing. Obviously, you know, it's kind of a standard issue home favorite against a tough Giants team. And Webb's been pitching well lately. I do think this is going to be a duel, but I just love the way Musgrove uh, has been this year. He's really following up the ace breakout last year with uh, just as good of a season this year. It's not, it's not the ERA is better, but the surface skills are about the same, or the, the under the hood skills are about the same. I should say uh, the walk rates down, but so is the strikeout rate, but you love everything that Joe Musgrove does. He really has kind of, put himself into that frontliner conversation. A lot of us thought maybe Webb was going to go there too. He hasn't had quite the dominance. Like I said, he is pitching better of late. His strikeouts are up, but I really like what the uh, what the Padres are doing with Joe Musgrove. And the Padres are actually hitting a little bit better against righties lately too. So I'm not as afraid uh, of betting on their offense against a right-handed, te- uh, right-handed pitcher. Well, another one you're looking at tonight is a total, and I think for good reason it is the Toronto Blue Jays uh, going to Seattle to face the Mariners. And look, when I look at this, I look immediately at Marco Gonzalez's numbers. Just doesn't strike out a lot of guys. Walks a little mm-hmm. bit too many, about three and a quarter. 329 ERA, respectable, but I'm seeing that XFIP just under five. And uh, Marco Gonzalez lately has shown some signs of regression. Do you think that continues tonight? Yeah, and this is one of those teams that can really exploit it in Toronto uh, with all that contact that he allows. Obviously, this is a high-slugging type team that can really go off on a given night. And then they're throwing Anthony Banda on the other side, who himself can get give up some runs there to Seattle. So I think this is ripe for over on the nine uh, with Banda coming up for them and Marco Gonzalez being one of those guys who can definitely put up a good outing. But you know it's always kind of living on a wire given that he's a contact management type guy. I just don't really trust him against a tough Toronto offense. Paul, this isn't on your card. I'll just get your thoughts on it. I played the Rockies tonight, and this is just a fade against Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel making, uh, you know, listen, a pity start here for the Diamondbacks. This guy probably shouldn't be in baseball anymore. If you take a look, I mean, it's it, low strikeouts, high walks. I mean, basically everything that you love to pick on about a pitcher, especially in today's exactly. game. Uh, Chris Bryant back in the lineup here the last uh, few games for the Rockies as well. Uh, I mean, listen, it was only minus 110 for the, the Rockies in this one. Is there any reason I should be worried? I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know where we would find any reason to be concerned about Dallas Keuchel. But the only thing, the the way this goes wrong would be if Gomber got got lit up by mm-hmm. the uh, by the D backs there because there is really nothing going well 
for uh, Keiko. You know, he, he's got nine innings with the uh, with the Diamondbacks. So the fact that his strikeout rate is up doesn't really sell me that there's a change. The real difference with Keiko is the 12% walk rate. He never walked guys before, right? Command and control was his bread and butter. And we've seen other guys age and, and their fastballs get down to really comically low numbers, comically low relative to MLB, of course. Um, and they keep, you know, like like uh, uh, Zach Greinke or Felix Hernandez, they keep their, their walk rate in check. Keiko has lost that, and that's what's made him really, really, uh, you know, someone to pick on. And that's who I was thinking when Wes was asking about that. But I forgot actually for a second that he's back with Arizona, uh, so he kind of joins that that Yohan Adon tier there because he was delivering big time with the White Sox, and I think he'll continue to deliver with the uh, D-backs as long as they're running him out there. Paul uh, Aaron Judge not in the lineup tonight for the Yankees, uh, but uh, did hit his 30th home run last night. So still the favorite in the MVP race, but yet it seems like every single time or every single night there's like some new weird stat that Shohei Otani is is getting done here. Of course, the uh, the stolen base, the two RBIs, the ten strikeouts last night. So Matt and I were discussing this a little bit, and we both have Aaron Judge MVP tickets. But look, mm-hmm. you can absolutely make in a case for Otani, but. Do you think maybe there's a better case for the Cy Young for him, or is there a little bit of value down the board? I know he's the fourth choice at about nine and one. He was ten to one last night, but or do you think maybe they give him both awards at some point if he continues this form? They should. He's the best player in baseball, and it's not even close. It's not even close. I understand why you guys have judge tickets, because we're also talking about voters here. There's not a an objective measure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're being at all objective, I don't know how you get to anywhere but Otani as the best player in baseball. And it's called the most valuable player. So that's a whole other thing. I got I got plenty of rants on, on how good he is. I like where you're headed on the pivot, because... Sometimes the way voters can kind of work is like maybe, and it's a different set of voters for all awards and they rotate all around too. So it's not like they would work in cahoots, but I could almost see like, okay, he gets the Cy Young, but then maybe not as much love for the, uh, for the MVP to like justify not giving him the MVP. Because the thing of it is to me, if he puts up all-star hitter, all-star pitcher type season, there's no universe where he's not the MVP. But I do worry that the voter electorate is going to mess it up, to be honest, because it would be ridiculous for him to not win it if he continues on the trajectory he's on. Cy Young might be where you get your money, though, because they might actually he might actually win that uh, because he looks amazing as a pitcher. I think that's what people are sleeping on, too, just how good of a pitcher Otani's been. He's really amped it up to the next level this year. Paul, we got about 45 seconds. What are your thoughts on the rookies out there right now? We have some, we have several guys that are really, really impressing yeah. in both leagues. Um, anybody that maybe isn't, uh, you know, making headlines right now that we should keep an eye on? Alec Thomas in in uh, in Arizona. What's his, what's his number right now? I haven't checked the rookie market in a while, but he's somebody I would definitely keep tabs on. Love what he's doing. He's kind of come up and just been solid. He's got that power speed combo that really sells in a rookie of the year. Kind of getting that all encompassing. And he plays quality defense. So I really think Alec Thomas is somebody who could have a big second half and rise up those uh, rookie of the year boards. You can find him over on Twitch, Twitch.tv/spore. You can find him on Twitter machine at Spore, and you can find him over on Fangraphs and Rotograss. He is our friend, Paul Spore. Thanks for the time today, buddy. Thanks so much. Take care, guys. 25 to 1, by the way, on 25 Thomas. to 1. All right. I mean, listen, this we know rookies can can fade in the second half or they can just go mm-hmm. on and, and have monster second halves and as well. there's no so, really yeah. clear favorite in the National yeah. League right now. Yeah, so I really do. I like that a lot. And that's a – listen, this is why we have on guys like Paul like that. He can dig into these guys that we don't necessarily hear about 
all the time. We'll update some golf here on the other side. It is primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Starting on Monday, VEASAN will have its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Pentathlon. I can't say that word. Pentathlon. 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 We need to get. I wish you'd never pointed out. Our Olympic experts here. I I wish you would not have pointed that out. For one, I'd have gotten this wrong in the spelling contest for sure. Me too. Like a hundred percent. It's missing an A. It's pentathlon, like marathon. Yeah, there is no A between the H and the L in this word, and it's just pentathlon. It it means correct. Apparently, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but. Anyway, all yeah. right. Starting on Monday, VEASAN will have its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every show, and including this one, will be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VEASAN is the best at betting baseball. Small sample size, but we'll, we'll, we'll claim that it's the, you know, whoever's. whoever's yeah, I'm going to make all the bets for this show. All right. Are you really? No. I don't get to. 
We get to like do it all together. Right? Yes, we're doing it together as a team. Yes. Okay. We'll figure. We're it entering out. as a team. We're entering as a team. We're not entering as individuals. Not normal primetime action shenanigans where we have side bets against each other on everything. We're going to do this as a team, guys. Yes. On Monday, we'll have to bet a total. On Tuesday, an underdog and a favorite. On Wednesday, we have to bet a team on the run line. And Thursday, we have to bet a prop. As long as the Orioles are playing, our prop is going to be Mount Castle to hit a home run. Hey, we are men as men of principles on yes. this show. We will definitely be betting yeah. Mount Castle so long as they're assuming playing. he's playing. Yeah, assuming yeah, he's yeah, in the line. Yes, exactly. Uh, the winner will be announced on Friday morning, July the fifteenth, at nine a.m. Eastern, six a.m. Pacific, on Follow the Money. So be sure and tune in. Though we already gave away one of our picks. I hope no one's listening. Don't steal our pick. Oh yeah, that's a good call. People are. Never mind, we're not going to bet that. Yeah, 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 never mind. We're, we're not We're betting, betting the no on Mount Castle. Yeah, we're no betting, on yes. Mount Castle every it's a no homer on for Mount Castle for the, for the show. That's what we're going to do here. Kelly, who was the number one overall pick in the NHL draft? You're right. You're right, I knew, you're right. I knew you'd forget between, <laughs> yes. between segments. <laughs> What's his name? Pentathlon was his last name, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I knew it. I wrote it down on the rundown for me to ask Did you. Did you really? Yes, yeah, oh, to, to remind so myself impressive. to ask you again. Oh, that I is how well Matt knows me. That is really, really bad. I knew you would forget. That's so amazing. Uh, uh, Wes, what was it? You're right. Slavkovsky. Dang it, Slavkovsky. <laughs> that was it. And and apparently, Wes, I mean, again, I did no NHL draft research whatsoever, but from the people who did and from the people who are follow who follow hockey, I'm mm-hmm. looking on the Twitter machine here. Apparently this draft has not gone the way people thought. Well, Shane Ride, mm-hmm. well, like Kelly was saying earlier, when the odds were first out, he is an 18-year-old uh, out of played for the Kingston Frontenacs of the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, was a gold medal guy on the uh, 2021 Under-18 World Championships, and there was a thought that he was going to be the first pick of the draft, the center. So now we are on number four with the Seattle Kraken, oh. your favorite team, Matt Brown. So maybe this is the spot for the Canadian Shane Wright uh, to go because it went Slovakia, Slovakia. Simo Nemec was the uh, second pick for the New Jersey Devils. By the way, the Devils having their party at the Stone Pony, a famous club there in Asbury Park. And then uh, Logan Cooley, the under-18 USA team, he goes three to the Arizona Coyotes. Who I feel bad for this kid because he's he's doomed. It, this is, You can't go to the Kraken! Oh my God, the Shane Wright kid! I feel so bad for this for, uh, for this for this kid. Maybe they pass on him and then he goes to Philadelphia, but I don't uh, think he's going to last very much longer. This is this. I feel so bad for this kid, man. This is just this. Listen, you go to the crack and it's 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 game over. Uh, let's take a look at the Scottish Open. Um, this was Kelly stayed up till about four a.m. He said I got up early and watched, and it was two different golf tournaments. Yeah, you yes. made the right we were, decision. Yes. yes, for for when you were watching and for when I was watching, um, there were. There was a massive, massive, and again, this it came out of nowhere. There was no way for us to know. There was no way for us to handicap this. It, but a massive split between the morning wave and the afternoon wave in this, and so we ended up. You know, we were we were not assuming that there was going to be some sort of massive split. West, it ended up being that that was the case. So, you know, I don't think I land on Cameron Tringali on a first round leader bet anyway. So, I don't think that's anything that I'm really sweating that I would have that I would have gotten in there. But, I mean, the early scoring was 70.39. The late scoring was 73.6. Yes. So nearly a full three-stroke difference in the morning wave and the afternoon and wave. And guess who was heavy in the afternoon wave? Raises hands. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my best uh, futures guys, uh, two under par. So I don't want to say it's over, but we may be moving on to uh, the kid Schmidt at the Barbasol because uh, – 
had nobody near the lead here. Cameron yeah. Tringali, nine under par, who has never won on the PGA Tour. And wouldn't that be rich for him to get his first <laughs> victory in Scotland? It really would. You know, we had to go across the pond for me to get a PGA Tour win. The um, 3.21 stroke difference between the early and late. There were 38 rounds under par. 32 of them mm-hmm. in the morning wave. Incredible. If, if you that just, is incredible. Like, it's and, one and, of the biggest splits we've seen in a very long time. And how about that number, uh, Kurt Kitayama, who, and I was watching that this mm-hmm. morning because I was in here doing Lombardi line with Dave Ross. Kurt Kitayama at one point was five under. I believe he bogeyed the 18, finished four under. I'm like, that's a superlative round yeah. in the afternoon when I'm seeing Justin Thomas and Fitzpatrick and all these guys struggle, you know, to just break par. I think Thomas, I think he finished two over, but there were some big names that were over par this afternoon. Oh, I was watching. I mean, I watched the whole first four or five hours of the tournament before I ended up falling asleep on the couch. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, Jordan Spieth was five under through eight holes. I was like, oh, Jordan Spieth. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought about betting him this week. I didn't bet him. I was like, clearly this guy's like going to run away with this first round. I'm like, especially if conditions change. Mm-hmm. But that was the other one. I think the front nine also played more difficult than the back nine, at least for the morning guys, because there was a lot of those guys that started on hole 10 that went under par early, and then they gave strokes back. Hole 18 is probably going to end up going down as the hardest hole on the on the entire tour yes. for this season or whatever. There was only there was only two birdies on that hole the entire day. It played 101 over today. The hole 18 did. It was impossible to keep it on this. It was a shelved green, and it was impossible to keep it on the top shelf, and everyone was having to putt these massively long putts, and nobody was able to make anything. You look at some of these names now. Obviously, they're still around to play, so this Mm. is going to change, but some of these names that we thought, okay, these guys are at least going to be contenders that are in danger just to make the cut. Ryan Fox, four over. Tommy Mm -hmm. Fleetwood, three over. Matsuyama, three over. Justin Thomas, three over. Scotty Scheffler, three overs. Andrew Shoffley, two over. These are all guys that we thought, hey, they're going to be in yep. the mix for the win on Sunday. And uh, now you're just looking, and you never want to rule them out because you got to think, okay, a little bit of regression maybe coming for Tringali, considering he gained five and a half strokes with his putter right. in the first round and got the easier of the conditions. But it is going to be tough for these guys with this draw bias to really make up for this. The updated odds, Tringali Plus 450 to win it all. Again, he went nine <laughs> under. For a guy that has, by the way, never won a yes. PGA Tour event. He went nine under today. Has a three-stroke lead over Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland, eight to one to win it all. Justin Harding went five under. Justin Harding is 28 to one to win it. Mito Pereira, Kurt Kitayama, and then Rasmus Hoshgard all went four under. If you're wondering where they are, Mito is at 16, Rasmus is at 35, and Kitayama didn't even make the board here as to uh, as to what yeah, his I'm odds are. I'm 50 thing. to one in some other markets. If we get to three under, you get to Sam Burns, Dylan Fratelli, Alex Smalley, Ryan Palmer, Doug Gim, uh, Ewan Ferguson, Brandon Wu. And then we got John Rahm sitting at two, Cam Smith sitting at two under, Jordan Spieth sitting at two under. So there are some big names that are still kind of lurking. Was Burns an early guy or a late guy today? Burns, he was early. Burns okay. was early. I think it was mid early. No, he was early early. I, he was like he was like the third one of the third pairings off. So oh, okay. I'm like, I watched his whole front okay. nine. Okay. Because he he actually did well on his back nine when I was sleeping because he actually finished uh, better than he w- when I thought he was going to. Right. Um, and then guys. 
Russell 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 Knox is, of course. is two under. Yep. Of course he is. You know, I mean, he's not going to win. But it was just we. I was telling a story off air yesterday of how I was listening to his sister actually give an interview about all the changes that he had made. Found out he couldn't see. Got some glasses. Found out he liked two different putters. Was using was doing all these different things. Changed drivers. All the stuff that was basically helping his game out a ton. And here he is. Here he is two under. Everyone. Ev- yeah. you know, everyone's struggling. He goes two under in this one. I, I just you know he, I don't think he's going to win, but. I think it was 200, 210 to one, something like that here in in town. I am. Well, uh, he's I, always good on approach and GIR. You can always bank on that. Yeah, I'm beating myself up a little bit about about not betting Mito. That was one. He. I don't know about you guys. He was way up there in my models. I just kind of I stayed away from him this week just because more of the lack of the the experience in Europe. Just period. It kind of kept me away. Um, two quick. I got a question for you guys, especially when it comes to putting. We talk about this almost every week, especially if we're looking to get in live in these tournaments. We usually expect putting to kind of regress to the mean one way or the other, right? If they had a really bad putting day, really good putting day. Does this not? Does this feel different to you though? When we've got a, uh, we've got see super slow greens. Mm-hmm. We've got it. Really seems like there might be some guys that are more used to putting on this surface. More not the, the weather obviously affecting things. We just don't usually see strokes game putting stats as massive uh, differences like we're seeing after this first round. Yeah, to me that's it, this is going to be tough because of that point because you got guys used to slower greens. But a lot of the Americans, Camtron Galley, five and a half strokes gain. That's going to regress for sure. We'll run through all the scores. We'll go. Th- we'll look at the uh, games still to come here in Major League Baseball as well. And, of course, we continue our 32 teams and 32, 30, 29, 20, all the different shows out there. Primetime action here <laughs> on a Thursday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.